a new co-host, and an upcoming event on this edition of CC Airwaves. Welcome back to CC Airwaves. My name is Joel Hansel, and today I would like to introduce the listeners to our new marketing associate, Paige Matillo. Paige, welcome to Catholic Cemeteries, and more importantly, welcome to CC Airwaves as the new co-host. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So, Paige, you've been here now about five weeks. Yeah, that's about right. I have to ask, <laughs> gotta ask, when you went home and told your friends that you were going to work for the cemeteries, what kind of reactions did you get? Uh, most of them were shocked. <laughs> they didn't really know exactly what I'd be doing here. I think their first question was, how exactly do you market a cemetery? <laughs> and I just kind of explained to them what my job would be and kind of what I do here day to day. And they kind of understand it now. Sure. And it's really interesting because I've taught my family a lot about cemeteries, as morbid as it sounds. But uh, for example, how we have the app, uh, I taught my parents about that. And my dad was able to find his grandparents buried here using our app. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm spreading the word. (laughs) I always ask that question because I remember when I was asked to interview Mm -hmm. um, at the time, uh, the director of the cemeteries was Father Wright. And he came up to me and he said, uh, hey, have you ever thought about working for the cemeteries? And, of course, you hear cemeteries. Mm-hmm. So the first thing out of my mouth was, what, digging them? <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. And so that was sort of <laughs> that was sort of my introduction. But, yeah, you do get a lot of quizzical expressions on faces when people ask, well, wh- where do you work? Yeah. I work for Catholic cemeteries. And you get the luck and they're like, well, well, what exactly do you do? And then you start to explain it and it it starts to make some sense. I just went to a (laughs) wedding with my boyfriend and I met all of his friends there. And someone at the table asked me what I did. And when I said I worked at a cemetery, the whole table went silent. (laughs) I'm sure they were like, oh, this is who's this girl. (laughs) She might be possessed. Um, (laughs) So uh, you've been here for five weeks roughly. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your background? So I went to college at John Carroll for undergrad and I graduated there 2021. So not that long ago. And then right after I went to Bowling Green State University for my master's in business administration with a concentration in marketing. And then right when I graduated, I actually got this job. And so this is technically my first real professional job. And I actually was talking about this with Joel earlier, but my first actual job was uh, at the movie theater. (laughs) Very nice. Small world, right? Um, Paige worked in a movie theater. I worked in a movie theater when I was in college. Yeah. 
And I went to John Carroll as well. Go streaks. Yeah. <laughs> and then another funny thing is that Joel's wife was actually my fifth grade teacher. <laughs> right. That should right. show you how small the world is. It's a very small world. <laughs> I didn't didn't know that until about six weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So some familiarity there, or at least some shared experiences. Yeah. So what made you decide on marketing? That's a good question because I actually was education to start out and I was in that for about one year and then <laughs> I visited a classroom and I said, no, I can't do this. So <laughs> teachers have a very hard job and I'm very appreciative of that job. I cannot do it myself. And so then when I was at John Carroll, uh, business is a very big major there. And I kind of went through all the majors. I took a class in each of them, but marketing stayed really big in my mind because it's more creative and there's more things that you can do with it. And I was able to kind of just have fun with it no matter what. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I started out at John Carroll as a history major. Okay. And went through and got certified in secondary education. Okay. So for a while, I wanted to teach high school. And I ended up teaching seventh and eighth grade social studies for about three years. Oh, wow. Four years. Maybe a little longer. Mm hmm. What was your favorite class at John Carroll? Okay, so this has nothing to do with marketing, but I actually took a supernatural class at John Carroll. It was a linked course. It was a history course, so it kind of went through all sorts of legends. And then it was a writing course, and so you would read books and then write about them and kind of write about how they aligned with the legends that we would learn about in the history course. And it was one of the coolest things because we actually did kind of a, a ghost hunting class, too. Like, we would, we, where did we go? There's um, somewhere haunted in Ohio and it's really big okay. and it's in Mansfield. And we went there and we did a whole tour about it and we were kind of ghost hunting. It was great. <laughs> oh, very cool. So not really academic, but <laughs> super no, fun. But I mean, it sounded yeah. like super fun. And I, I can't say that my favorite class was anything super fun like that. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed the, the world geography class that mm -hmm. I took at Carroll with Dr. Kaczynski. It was a very... It was a very fun class. I can't. I can't do but geography. Can't do <laughs> Not geography. Not one of my strong well, suits. I mean, I actually, I mean, I loved maps. Mm -hmm. Really. Um, not sure why I didn't become a cartographer thinking back on it, but yeah. you know, I really enjoyed that particular class. And again, as a as a history major, you know, maps are big, mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> I always just loved looking at the maps and yeah. comparing them. So I couldn't tell you how I get to work. I just hop on the freeway <laughs> and I get here. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just have your cell phone tell you where to go. Exactly. Right? All right. <laughs> okay, so uh, John Carroll grad, Bowling Green grad, marketing, uh, five weeks here at the cemeteries. Um, what's your first impression after five weeks working here? I really enjoy it. Honestly, I kind of got to do a lot of different things that I really like to do. So, for example, social media and using WordPress to kind of fix our blog site and update it, which everyone that's listening should go look at our blog site because I worked really hard on it. And then just kind of advertising in general. So it's been really interesting and I've definitely learned a lot. That's and, and you get to apply a lot of what you learn, too, which is yeah. which is 
pretty cool. Yeah, I think one of the things I like about what I do here is that it is very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and that every day uh, I, I'm usually doing something different. Yeah. And so you don't get into these ruts. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that you, you get like the writer's block or the the creative block, but you know, those tend to shake out after yeah. <laughs> after after a few days. Yeah, so I'm very appreciative of of the job that I have and that it does have a lot of different yeah. aspects to it. I like that I wear different hats. Like you definitely wear a lot of different hats, right, but I kind of right. wear like three different hats and I like it. <laughs> right, right. Anything else uh, comes come to mind that uh, you think our listeners should should know or would find mm-hmm. interesting? Let's see. I'm trying to think about everything about myself <laughs> and trying to pinpoint something interesting. Um, I have a very, very big Italian family, <laughs> and that's one of the most interesting things about me. Uh, big families are always interesting. Yeah, I have about 20 first cousins. Wow. Yeah. That's So they all better big. listen and tune in and listen to what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hear Excellent. their shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paige, um, it's great to have you here. It's great to have you a part of this podcast and um for the listeners out there uh, and uh with Paige being new uh we do have Rhonda Abrams we we had a conversation with her a little earlier today about her upcoming walk to remember so um stick around and we'll join that conversation here in a minute Hey, we welcome back to CC Airwaves, Rhonda Abrams, our bereavement coordinator. Rhonda, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Rhonda, we asked you to join us today just so that you could um, share with our listeners uh, some some information about an upcoming event that we have at the cemeteries, the annual Walk to Remember. Uh, Rhonda, could you tell us a little bit about what the story is behind the Walk to Remember? Yeah, the walk to remember that we have is a walking rosary. Um, Actually, it's walking and seated because we have it indoors for people who are not able to walk or in case of rain. Um, We have it indoors as well. Typically, Walk to Remembers are fundraisers for some good cause. Um, Our Walk to Remembers based on prayer. It's the rosary and we offer up prayers for our deceased loved ones. Uh, We started around 2012 and uh, we started with just two cemeteries and we've grown to, I believe it's seven cemeteries now. And I believe when we initially started the walk to remember back in 2012, we we held it in July and it was a one mile walking rosary. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Right. But now, um, obviously, we've moved it to October, which is the month of the most holy rosary. Right. We wanted to have a good uh, collaboration between the rosary and the the seasons of the year. So this is the month, October, for the Most Holy Rosary. Oh, I thought you maybe moved it because it's cooler in October than it is in July. Well, that's a good point, too. It is cooler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The the, The only problem we have with October is the Cleveland Browns. On Sunday. Oh, okay. um, so either people will pray for the Browns or they'll pray for <laughs> the deceased loved ones. 
So Rhonda, what's the purpose behind the Walk to Remember? Well, the Walk to Remember is to offer up prayers for our departed loved ones. It's a way of honoring them and remembering them. It's also a way to comfort our hearts. Anyone who's grieving, it offers some type of consolation to just do something active, some active um, symbol of love for your departed loved ones. Now, also on the other side, uh, with our Catholic faith, it's also associated with uh, something called an indulgence, where if you're walking or praying in a cemetery, that the Pope allows a certain indulgence for remission of uh, sin or extra graces received because of the prayer that you're offering. Okay, that's interesting. mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, even uh, more so in November, when we have our Cemetery Sunday, um, when we offer a mass, when you offer a mass and you have Eucharist um, and you're, you know, you've gone to confession and all that, you get an extra indulgence for the month of November for just attending mass on the grounds of a cemetery. Okay. Rhonda, you you mentioned um competition with 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 the Browns game uh uh because it's in October and football season but we didn't actually give the the date and time of the walk to remember for this year could you give our listeners that info certainly yes it's Sunday October 2nd um the walk to remember is now uh we traditionally have it on the first Sunday in October every year it's from one to two o'clock it's only an hour so it doesn't take up much of your day um, but it does certainly kind of uh, cross sections with the Cleveland Browns game. So um, you'll either want to walk for your loved ones or you'll be at the Browns game praying. Well, they could. They, yeah, they, they, they could. Now, I, I looked this up. The, the Browns are on the road, so it's it's not a home game. Mm-hmm. So, oh, good. so they can set their DVRs right. and come to the walk to remember. And yes. then watch the game later. That's right. Without the commercials. Right. And the walk to remember, you can pray for our beloved uh, Browns as well because they need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Rhonda, what cemeteries are the is the walk located at? Okay, we have um, seven of our cemetery locations hosting the Walk to Remember. So we'll have east side, west side, and the south. On the east side, we have All Souls Cemetery in Chardon. We have All Saints Cemetery in Northfield. A little bit further south, we have Holy Cross Cemetery in Akron. In the heart of Cleveland, we have Calvary Cemetery right on Miles Avenue. And then on the west side, we have the walk at Holy Cross Cemetery on Brook Park. We also have the walk a little bit down further south in Valley City at Resurrection Cemetery. And then further up north, closer to the lake, we have it at St. Joseph Cemetery in Avon. Okay, what location will you be at this year? I will be at Calvary Cemetery because it's closest to my home parish. And um, that's where most of my loved ones are buried here in Calvary. I will probably be at All Souls. So 
If anyone oh, goes to All Souls, that's where I'll be. <laughs> okay. And then what does the schedule look like for the day? So what can I expect since I'll be going? And this is my first time going to a walk to remember. Ah, okay. So the walk is from 1 to 2 o'clock p.m. Um, some people show up a little bit early, but registration starts. Um, if you have pre-registered, uh, like we like people to do, then when you come to the uh, Walk to Remember site, all you have to do is give them your name and you check in. So that's all you need to do. You get a little bag that has a participant guide with the complete rosary in there so you don't have to remember. You get a complimentary rosary that's blessed by a priest. Um, You get some other little commemorative uh, items in your bag to, to remember your loved one. You get a water, a memorial candle, and you get some little snacks like a water and a sweet and a salty snack. So we have all the bases covered. Once you get your walk bag, the walk starts at the location where um, the cemetery starts. Each cemetery has a different location. It's either the main office or the mausoleum of choice. And you can look on our website to see which mausoleum or office your location starts. But everyone starts there. You start with the uh, an opening scripture. And then the rosary starts. So people that want to sit down, they can go in the office and there's a, a leader, a walk leader that will lead the rosary indoors. And then we'll have either one or two people along a walk route through the cemetery, a short half and half a mile walk um, on the walk route. There will be yard signs that are prayer stations. So the rosary will be prayed at each one of the prayer stations. That's the mysteries of the rosary, the glorious mysteries. And then there's some prayers. There's some meditations. And if your leader is so gifted, there might be some singing as well along the walk. Okay. Yeah. When you come back to the main office where you started or the mausoleum, there is a short prayer um, candle lighting ceremony where people offer up the names of their loved ones and a candle is lit. And then that's the whole ceremony. It's it's a very solemn and peaceful walk. It's not anything that's aerobic or meant to do anything like that. It's more meditative and to put you in the presence of your your loved ones in their burial site. How could someone register for the walk to remember? Well, there's a couple different ways. We have a paper registration form they can get from the office. Or if your um, parish has the bulletin online, I sent the uh, the walk flyer to different parishes throughout the diocese. You can mail that in or email it in. You can go online on our website under events and you'll scroll down to walk to remember and then there'll be a little button that says register it'll also so you show you the locations that you can uh, register for and then there's a little button online where you can enter the names of your loved ones that you want to walk for we have an online memorial wall that honors our loved ones during the month of October, during the month of the Most Holy Rosary. And I want to emphasize it is an online wall. Some people actually come to the cemetery looking for a physical wall, but it's an online memorial wall. 
Well, you can also pray the rosary through our podcast. We have a podcast of uh, each of the mysteries of the rosary on our website. The glorious mystery is what you'll be praying for Sunday, the day of our walk. So you can pray along with us if you're not able to be at the location of our walk. And in case of inclement weather, Rhonda, what's the plan? If it should rain or any other inclement weather, you know, in Cleveland, we get all types of weather. The rosary will be prayed indoors in the mausoleum or the office. And uh, we have like prayer stations that you could uh, say the mysteries of a rosary indoors. So either way, you'll be able to pray walking indoors or walking on the on the route. So, Rhonda, can you tell me about your most memorable experience at Walk to Remember? Yes, um, I walked at Calvary Cemetery both times that I walked there. And just the the sense of awe as I walked through the cemetery, uh, solemn reverence of the people who are walking with us. It's just a wonderful memorial event just to see all the people come there to honor their loved ones. And some of them might be weeping or some of them might be um, happy to be there all different kinds of emotions, but it's just a very solemn event. One time um, it rained a little bit when we were there while walking and the people decided they wanted to walk in the rain. It was kind of like, I guess, holy water, you know, as they were walking and they prayed and they sang and they walked. It was just a very, very holy kind of experience. That sounds lovely. Well, I remember I, I, I remember at the at the first walk to remember back in 2012, there's actually two things that actually stand out in in my mind. I was I was there taking photographs and the the visual, it's still in my mind, and I, I, I've used this photo quite a bit. But it was just this mass of people that were walking from one station to another station. And in the, in the background was, was the cross at Holy Cross in Brook Park back by section 28 by the um, mausoleum back there. And it was just such a striking sight to see. Um, probably the only thing that would have made that, that scene better was if it actually did take place in October and we had some fall colors in those trees. Mm. Um, but again, just seeing that, that, that mass of people with that, with the cross behind them was, was, was very striking. Love that picture. Um, but the other thing was the candle lighting ceremony. It, it was very, um, moving and touching to watch. And, um, you know, and we saw people from, all ages there um, lighting candles. It, it, was, it was a great moment. Yeah, I think just the emotional outpouring that you experienced there is is kind of awestruck. And it, it, it helps to lift everyone's spirits and, and honor the loved ones that we've that we've uh, had to say goodbye to. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to my first one and being able to see kind of what you guys described. And I was just curious, Rhonda, can you tell me the different ways that people can participate in this event? So, for example, maybe if they can't come to the Browns game or maybe if they don't want to walk in the rain or maybe they're just not able to come in general. 
Yeah, they can walk with us along the walk route. They can come and they can sit in the mausoleum or the office and they can pray the rosary. They can follow along on the podcast recording of the glorious, glorious mysteries. Um, They can just pray in general for our walk and all the people who are walking. They can do that from home or wherever they're at. Well, that's awesome. But I will actually be participating in the walk to remember as in the walking. That's going to be awesome. I think you'll have a, a wonderful experience out there in Chardon. I think so, too. I think I'll bring my parents with me and they can walk with me and we can all just kind of remember together and experience that together. It'll be very nice. Yeah, I want to encourage all the listeners, if you have any inclination of, of, of wondering what it's about, just come out and join us. We're, we're at several different locations, seven of them. So there's got to be one that's close to where you're at. <laughs> and then, Rhonda, how can people reach you? If they have any questions, you can email me at my uh, office email, R Abrams, that's A B R A M S, at C L E C E M dot O R G, or you can call my direct phone on my desk. That way you're not transferred around. 216 930 4866. So if you have any questions or anything like that, give me a call. Well, thanks, Rhonda, for joining us this afternoon and giving our listeners a little bit of information about the Walk to Remember. Again, uh, for the listeners, the Walk to Remember is October 2nd from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. The information is all on our website, www.clesem.org. Go to the events tab. You click that, drop down to Walk to Remember. Everything's there, all the information, Rhonda's contact information. If you want to register, you can do that there. If you want to submit a name on the memorial wall, you can do that there. And you can also download not only the glorious mysteries of the rosary, but uh, as well as the other three uh, mysteries of the rosary as well. You can access those at any time, not just uh, in October. And Rhonda, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate a few minutes of your time. You're very welcome. Thank you for letting me explain this very memorial event to our listeners. Thank you to Paige and Rhonda for appearing on this episode of CC Airwaves. And a big thank you to all the listeners for joining today. And hopefully we see you at the Walk to Remember on October 2nd. Until then, take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.